We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have a standard that's pretty evident that if things stay the same, you know, that's a definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So, this is Stephen Curry, and you're listening to the Morning Rose with Bonte and the Butcher on 95.7 The Game. Steph Curry's face said it all yesterday when he was on the sideline. He was on the bench. He knows they have issues. This is as bad as it's been with the Golden State Warriors in a very long time. And Steph knows it. And Steph's fed up. And it was good to hear him speak up. 888-957-9570. What do the folks out there at Dub Nation, what do you think about Steph's comments? Were you happy with those comments? Were you pleased with those comments? Were you happy he spoke up? Or is it too late? Is it too late? Are we too late? Is it too much water on this boat, Chasky? Honestly, how much culpability? And, and look, you get all the credit for the good stuff. So I'm not here to say that he's... <laughs> come on, the guy's one of the greatest players in any sport. But how much culpability for the current situation does either his lack of, of imprint on the roster or these decisions or maybe putting his thumb on the scale? Does he have any culpability? I'm just asking out loud. I don't know I, the answer. I, I don't know. I don't know if he was in the room. I don't I don't know how much he was in on roster decisions. I don't know how much he's in on coaching decisions or rotations or players around him. I can't answer that. But obviously as the leader, the de facto leader, the face of the franchise, the heat's gonna come out of you. Everybody's gonna look at you. Now I think he leads in a way I like the way he leads. He's not yelling at guys. He's talking to guys. There's a calmness to the way he speaks to the youngsters, mm-hmm. to guys on the floor, how to do things. Some people like to yell and scream and kick and be vocal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the way Steph Curry leads. He leads in a way like Tim Duncan. And we love Tim Duncan. We love the way Tim Duncan led. Mm. He didn't. He wrapped his arm around his teammates and, hey, this is how you do things. But Steph's going to get a lot of the blame whether we like it or not. Or how, how much fingerprints he has on his current roster. I have no idea. No idea. But... He's going to wear it, and he has to. He has to, and right now he's feeling the burden. I have a hard time blaming Steph Curry for anything, considering so many things he's done that are like, I mean, like they say in in Egyptian mythology, when you go to see the heavens, they weigh your good deeds versus your Mm -hmm. bad deeds, and if the scale is tipped in one way or the other, then you get into heaven or you go down to hell or whatever the equivalent is uh, in Egyptian culture. It feels like this guy, you know, I mean, he's... Nothing but amazing accomplishments. Uh, and I think at the end, it's almost its impossible for someone to fight off Father Time. And I'm not saying that he's the one who's depreciating. Right. I'm just saying, like, even if he did have his imprint on a lot of these decisions, 
I mean, they were hitting Grand Slam after Grand Slam right. after Grand Slam after Grand Slam. It was gonna end at some point. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't hold him accountable, or I'm not angry yeah. at him, and I, I don't think that he is to blame I'm, for really anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, I, I have seen people try to right. pin it on. Well, him. I, I just, I what I just said there to Shasky was like he's gonna get the blame from everybody on the outside because he's the guy. But I'm not sitting here. I see what's going on. Herb Jones is in the Herb Jones and Scotty Barnes on back-to-back nights. He's seeing longer, more athletic defenders. Steph Curry was never the most athletic in the first place, mm-hmm. but his movement off the ball, the people around him knew how to play with him. And that's the thing. You're playing with Kaminga and you're playing with Pajibski. They've never played with Steph Curry like this. And then the lack of practice time. The lack of practice time that NBA teams have now, or the options to practice, they don't get a lot of that. Yeah. So when you got guys coming in and out of the lineup, how are you going to find some cohesion? How are you going to find a rhythm, uh, consistency with the unit, with the five-man combination? So when you look at Stephen Curry struggling here, it's a byproduct of players around him, as well as Clay Thompson, as well as Andrew. Like Andrew Wiggins has just fallen off. Draymond Green not being there. You look at those two guys who are supposed to be in his starting lineup. And those two guys have affected the way Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry have struggled. What about no Iguodala? Have we underrated Iguodala's presence on and off the floor? Iguodala, Livingston, maybe. Not having his veteran guy. Not that he was like, because if you remember, but he was the, a voice. That's what I'm just asking. I'm just asking out loud because I think I think I underrated the impact of Andre Iguodala on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he was a big part of the 18 and two start a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt, and then it just it felt like he couldn't recapture it. Yep. But there was a calming presence to him, and clearly he had influence on the team. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. You don't have those guys anymore. Yeah. Don't I don't know. I was, just, I was just thinking about it. You don't it. have that. You don't have that anymore. And it's the first time they haven't had it since this dynastic run started, right? Yeah. You know, Iguodala was there for the 2022 NBA championship. Even though he was hurt for most of the season, he did do something to Stephen Curry. Having Sean Livingston as a advisor yeah. in the front office, he's no longer around anymore. They miss him. Leandro Barbosa, he's no longer around anymore. So it is it is a struggle for Steph right now. You see him just everywhere he turns. First of all, he's number one, two, three, four in the scouting report. When a team comes in, Steph, 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 Steph. Well, who else would you put on that paper? Exactly. I don't nobody right now. Okay. Steph, Steph, but, Steph, Steph, Steph. So we see longer defenders. Every time he turns a corner, they're grabbing, they're bumping. He's getting doubled. He's getting funneled into bigs. He's getting forced into tough shots. And it's not going to end anytime soon. But were we foolish, overrating? Like, because I think we underrated the fact that they didn't have a clear cut number two. And if you just look at like the history of the game, the last forty years. Unless your team is extremely deep across the board, almost every champion were too deep in yeah. terms of stars. Almost every single one of them. And I know people are going to say, well, what about the Dallas Mavericks? They were so deep across the board, and they had a lot of guys who were awesome. Veterans like, who had been there before. Sean Marion. And, and, and Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, exactly. You Tyson know, Chandler. Ty- yeah. Jason Terry off the bench. Josh Howard. No, Josh Howard wasn't on that team. Peja, Peja was exactly. on that team. So, so but like, like, even Denver. Like, I think we underrated Jokic is an all-timer in yep. his prime, right? And Jamal Murray's really, really, really good. And Aaron Gordon's come into his own. And Michael Porter Jr.'s come into his own. And they had other guys that have helped them out. I don't know. I just I, I feel like maybe I dramatically overrated this roster outside of um, Steph. We got fooled with the 62 start. Because they're in and this goes back, and I'm I'm not trying to go back to this moment, but that Denver game, the first one <laughs> it's, it's in fair. Mile High City. Yeah. 
And I know every, we were seeing a cool by like, wow, no Draymond Green. They played so hard. First of all, like, what are we giving out Capri Suns and Fruit Snacks for this team led by Stephen Curry? But that game, when I watched it in real time, and I remember saying, like, boy, they are struggling getting the shot off. And then that homestand came up, the six-game homestand, where they played Cleveland, Minnesota twice, OKC, and then Houston. And remember I said, I was like, I'm really intrigued to see how they do against these long, mm. young, athletic teams. And we saw it right away against Cleveland. They shut them down, the Cavaliers. You know in football when we go like, it's a simple game. It's blocking and tackling. Right? We, we do yep. that a lot. Control the light of scrimmage. But but it is true. It is. Right? Like, you look at the champions. Usually yep. they, they are really good in those areas. Is it as simple as they can't contest shots and their shots get contested left and right? Too slow. Do you get what I'm saying? Too slow. Everything you're Old. saying in, in right. that one blanket. Right. Too slow. Old. Unathletic. That's a recipe for disaster in the NBA. It is a young man's game. 100%. Now, you need veteran presence, and I'm going to be intrigued to see what Minnesota and OKC and everybody does in the playoffs, but it is a young man's game. Now, can you empower? Can you win with veterans like San Antonio did? But you need a youngster who can take the thorn, who can take that throne mm-hmm. and carry into the future. And right now, they don't have that... They don't have that guy. Well, I've looked at the salary cap for the 2014 Spurs, and although the numbers are way, way lower, it's like percentage of salary cap was spread out a little better than what the Warriors have right now. And I think it's because of the modern CBA. You have to pay max money, and that absorbs so much of the cap. Like What I'm saying is... It's not guys being greedy. It's a functionality of how penal the CBA was to keep two and three stars off of the roster to appease the Dan Gilberts of the right. world from Cleveland because they were so right. mad over the Miami right. thing. It's really hard to field the team with a lot it of guys is, making money. It is, but also fail draft picks. No, start to loom large. Because that's how you that's, squeeze the bag right. for the buck is and the, have value. The Warriors right. were in a great situation right. having Clay, Steph, and Draymond yes. and a number two overall pick. I know. And, and when it, you botch that pick, it's like the the Niners, in a, in a way, felt that effect with Solomon Thomas. Uh, yes. They're still searching for defensive tackles true. after drafting Solomon Thomas number three overall. It's true. When you fell on picks that high and you with Mike McGlinchey, missing out on him, that pick, yes. although he was serviceable, you let him walk. But, but the difference in the NFL... The salary cap, you can cut anyone at any time. You can cut anyone in at any time. You can't. No, you can't do that. And in, and in Major League Baseball, you, you can buy out a contract right. much easier than you can in the NBA. Yep. No doubt. Major League Baseball, hey, we'll pay 70% right. of the salary. Bumgarner, go away. That's literally what the Arizona Diamondbacks did. Yep. You can't do that in the NBA. You no. got to kind of just swallow it. Yep. Let's get to the lines, Shask. We got full lines yeah. here. Let's get to everybody. I want Dub Nation to speak and, and kind of vent and try to pinpoint some of the issues here yeah, with the Golden State Warriors. They've just lost, folks. I'm going to reiterate this maybe three times an hour. And I'm trying to be as positive as I can, but I'm not. I, they just got beat wire to wire in two straight games and gave up over 70 points in the first half in three of the last four games. That is embarrassing. That's, I don't know, what What can Steve Kerr do about that? Coaches can't play for guys. Lack of urgency, can Steve Kerr have better rotations? But look at all the guys out. Look at all the guys out, including one of your leaders in the most important season of his career, Draymond Green. I have a hard time when the camera cuts to him and he's on the sideline. I'm like, stop showing him. Adam is too much for me. Just me, for me. I, I'm uh, like, for me too. Because I feel like he helped put us in this oh, situation. It, it, yeah, he did. You know what I he mean? He did. If, if, and I don't like playing the blame game. No. But that is at the top of the food chain. Draymond Green has had his fingerprints over both of these seasons going awry. 
including the last season. Jay in Oakland. Let's get to Jay in Oakland. What's happening, Jay? You're on the roast, man. Good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? Top of the morning. Hey, um, I, yeah, right. Um, here, here's my take. Outside of RJ and Richmond, shout out RJ. I can't think of anyone else who enjoyed that game last night more than me. And the reason I say that is because it's finally, hopefully, it's finally going to make a large group of Warriors fans wake up and realize this. What a lot of us have been saying for weeks and months. This team is not good. And I get it. I get it. Draymond is coming, right? And there's a large group of people who think Draymond is the solution. Funny enough, a couple weeks ago, we all thought that Draymond was a part of the problem. But here's my prediction. They tried to distract us last year. It's a three seeds. They tried to distract us last year and distract us from this team not being good and say, oh, it's a chemistry issue. It's a chemistry issue. This year, they're distracting us from this team not being good, saying, oh, it's a confidence issue. It's a confidence issue. My prediction is, going forward, with the whole uncertainty around Steve Kerr and his contract, they're now going to use the coaching issue, the three Cs, chemistry, confidence, and coaching. But the reality is this team is not really good. And, of course, Joe Lacob is going to be upset because how is he going to sell to a lot of large contingency of fans Oh, you should spend all this money for seats, and this team is just not good. So, of course, there's a major shakeup. I predict is going to happen, and I'm all for it because I, the one, last thing I want is us to just putter around at 500, not doing anything, expecting things are going to get better. Like Steph said. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.